Wolfpack Nation, welcome back to Scott Woods' One Man Wolfpack. Uh, we have a very, very special guest today, uh, two-time ACC Coach of the Year, National Coach of the Year, two-time ACC Tournament winner, uh, the number three team in the nation currently, and currently the ACC champs with the game to play, Coach Wes Moore, and he's a neighbor. Yeah, welcome. Man. Thank you for coming on. Uh, it's great to be here. 12 Oaks strong, baby. Yep. Well, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. We'll, uh, we'll ask a couple questions and, and, and knock this out and, uh, and get you on your way. So before we get started, let me tell you guys a little bit about our partners over at Bet River Sportsbook. If you haven't signed up with Bet Rivers yet now, now's the time because they're offering a $250 match bonus to turn your first deposit into cash. What sets them apart is they require just one play through to turn your bonus into cash money. With their new Rush Pay instant approval, withdrawing your winnings is safer, more secure, and more reliable. With conference season ending, get into the action by going to betrivers.com today or by downloading the BetRivers iOS app. Must be 21 years or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So, first off, before we get started, uh, I want to say thank you because I had Miss Crushfield and Miss Kinane at the softball game last night, and my daughter Raleigh uh, was able to get a picture. So I know everybody, you know, they see the athlete as the player, uh, but they don't see how good of, you know, people they are. Um, yeah, they're and, awesome. At, and I just uh, wanted to say thank you, because I know a lot, you got a lot to do with that, how you run that program over there. So I, I really do appreciate that. Yeah. Only thing I did was recruit great young ladies. I can't take credit for anything else. I think the parents have to take credit for that. But uh, yeah, they're unbelievable, and you know I do believe character wins. And so when you got great kids and put good ingredients in the chemistry, you're gonna you're gonna have good results. Yeah, for sure. So the first question is, we're we're gonna kind of go on your backstory. So not too much about this current team but your backstory so growing up in Dallas being a basketball player what was that like and when did you really fall in love because everybody kind of has that moment that they remember they're like I, I I fell in love with the game when did you have that moment and what was that like well you know I was fortunate my mom raised me and my two sisters by herself and uh, we were in a suburb of Dallas and uh, I just had a great childhood we didn't have a whole lot of money most of the time we didn't have meat on the table. We had, you know, uh, macaroni and cheese and fried okra or pinto beans or potato soup. But you know what? I had a, had a great time. I played all the sports, you know, year round. And, uh, yeah, I think baseball and basketball were my two favorites. And, uh, just, uh, like I said, we, uh, we, we grew up in a big Baptist church that had a program called Royal Ambassadors. It was a boys group. And we do camping and stuff like that, but mostly we played sports and you played all over, you know, all over the city of Dallas against other big churches. And, uh, you know, I just loved it. You know, baseball, I play up in age and play my age and play little league. And so I was playing like major league baseball. I was playing like four games a week, you know, <laughs> uh, and then basketball, same way school team and uh and the church team and all that uh, just really had a great time great experience uh, i wasn't my high school had uh 3600 students ninth through 12th grade yeah and to be real honest i was about five four and so uh i didn't i didn't have much of a career uh in high school but then i kind of grew uh, my senior year and ended up going you know playing at a real small college but uh 
I had a great childhood, loved the Cowboys, loved the Rangers, you know, and uh, so uh, just really, really fun experience. Well, we won't we won't get into to you liking the Cowboys since since I'm a Steeler guy, but we'll, we'll let that go. Yeah, uh, thanks. <laughs> but so the next part of that is so after you're done, you know, playing, you know, you played some college ball. What made you want to get into coaching? Yeah, you know, my wife is from North Carolina and, and I went to a school in Tennessee. It's now called Johnson University. Uh, is where I went to from Dallas to to play and attend school. And again, it's very small, but had a great time doing it. Uh, but I, uh, you know, we got married. I kind of spread my career out over many years. You know, I think I graduated in two terms, you know, Nixon and Ford, I think. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, uh, I got married, got into sales, and found myself looking forward to lunch so I could read the sports page and five o'clock so I could play basketball or softball or whatever. And uh, after a couple of years of that, uh, finally told my wife, you know, we were living in Eastern North Carolina. I told her I had to go back to school and I wanted to coach and uh, it was hard. You know, we both had pretty good jobs and all this and uh yet here we go we take off and and i go back to school in tennessee and but best decision i ever made obviously i just uh you know have passion for it and um you know i I tell our kids all the time pick a career a major that you love and are passionate about and you'll be good at it if you do that but no matter how much money you make if you dread five days a week it's not worth it And so, uh, you know, that's the thing I've, I've got a get to job. I get to go to work, not a got to job. So, uh, very blessed. And, uh, it's been, you know, been a great, uh, great life, great career. Well, I, I think you made the right decision. We'll, we'll, we'll say that for sure. And I think that's great advice, uh, that you just gave for anybody listening. So 93 to 95 assistant, assistant coach under the legendary KL. What was that experience like? Yeah. You know, you got to remember, I came from a D3 school. And uh, probably a lot of people have heard this story, but I was coaching at a D3 school in Tennessee, Maryville College. I had never gone to AAU Nationals because Division Three, you don't have scholarship. So mm-hmm. if I went to AAU Nationals and a kid played well, I wasn't going to get them. I didn't have scholarships. And if they didn't play well, I wouldn't want them, right? <laughs> so I'd never gone. And then one year it was in Chattanooga, Tennessee, AAU Nationals. And so I decided I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drive over there and check it out. I was actually supposed to be interviewing in the next week or two at Catawba College in North Carolina. So I thought I got over there. I saw, looked at the big board in the, in the arena in Chattanooga, and they were using 12 different venues or whatever all over the city, different high schools. And so I was debating, do I go to see a North Carolina team or go see the Tennessee team? And I literally, you know, it's not probably a good sign for a coach. I have trouble with decisions sometimes. <laughs> I actually drove around a circle like two or three times. And then I decided, you know what, I'll go see the North Carolina team in case I were to go to Catawba because I know the Tennessee kids. Let me go see these North Carolina kids. Went in there, sat down, and within a few minutes, KL came in behind me. And she ended up sitting down near me. And so we started talking. And uh, that AAU team, by the way, is the one that had like Chastity Melvin on it and 
Okay. And I don't know who all else, but uh, we watched the whole game. We visited. And when it was over, uh, she said, listen, I've got probably a couple hundred resumes on my desk, but would you be interested in interviewing for an assistant job? And so, of course, I did. This was before cell phones. I walk out of that little college, Tennessee Temples where they were playing at. I walk outside. There's a paid phone booth. And I call my wife at work and say, hey, guess where I'm interviewing next week? And she goes, well, Catawba. I said, no, NC State. So uh, it's amazing how things work. And uh, to go from a college, I don't know, we probably, Maryville College, maybe 800 students or whatever, and yeah. to come to NC State. But, you know, they reminded me when I got here, you only got to worry about, you know, 13 or 14. Don't worry about 30,000, okay? And so uh, just amazing experience. You know, she's, Yao was a legend. And, yeah. you know, I had so much respect for that program and what she had built. And to be able to come here. And then obviously my wife's family, NC State people, two hours away. Uh, it was just a dream come true. And, you know, my first year here, we were probably like 500. We weren't real good. And we were, you know, fortunate we got Chastity Melvin and Peace Shepard, Yamika Webb. I don't know who we got, Jennifer Howard. We got a bunch of really good little players. And the next year we went to the Sweet 16, actually beat Penn State on their home court to do that. So I had a great year but I miss being a head coach. And so, you know, I took a step down, went division two, uh, Francis Marion university in South mm -hmm. Carolina. Everybody said I was crazy. You'll never get back to D one. You know, I had to, I lost my courtesy car. I had to go fly out to Tennessee and buy a buddy's old Honda Accord, uh, and drive it back, you know, to have a car. So, but you know, again, uh, you gotta do what makes you happy. And I took a cut and pay. I lost my car, but hey, I was happy being a head coach again. Yeah, no, I remember uh, uh, when I was on campus for a recruiting trip. Uh, we're, we're over, I think it was Case, um, and it's me, Monty Town, Sydney Lowe sitting there. And next thing I know, Kay Yao walks in the door, and it's like everything stopped. Like, <laughs> I mean, everybody stopped eating. They just looked at her, uh, and I was lucky enough to have. Uh, Coach Lowe at the time uh, introduced me to her, and, I, and to this day, I remember that moment like it was yeah. yesterday. So that's yeah. unbelievable, uh, unbelievable person, coach yep. and person, you know. And I think everybody in the state of North Carolina loves her. And and then obviously in women's basketball, her, Pat Summit, they were the trailblazers, and uh, we're all benefiting from it today. Our game is so much better because of them. Yeah, for sure. My my one claim to fame is I was playing an AAU tournament against Pat Summit's son. Tyler. It just so happened that that day the coach didn't show up for some for some, I don't know why. Uh -huh. So she coached, and I'm uh -huh. actually one and zero against Coach Summit in my career. That's my that's my claim to fame right hey, there. You got you got a better record against her than I do. I can tell you that. <laughs> one to know against arguably the greatest coach of all time. So I'll, awesome. I'll take it. And she That's was, awesome. she was kind enough afterwards to get my sister was a huge Tennessee fans. So she, she was kind enough to give, give an autograph and everything. So uh, it, it was a good memory of mine for sure. So Dr. Yao reaches out, you know, you've had a great career thus far. NC state's coming. They, they want you to be the next head coach. What was your mindset and what were you thinking? Yeah. Well, you know, I had been, I, I, I must not have been a very good interview because I, I had met with other people in the past and it just, you know, not been offered the job or not the right situation for me or whatever. So it's funny, uh, you know, we got a phone call from the search committee 
uh, or I did one night. I was still in the office and it was, you know, it was a little bit later. I got a call from the search committee and, you know, that's just a preliminary call, you know, so you don't want to yeah. get too excited about it. But I called my wife at home who was in real estate at the time. And uh, I said, uh, you know, I got a call about the NC State job. I said, no big deal, you know, don't get too excited. We'll see how it goes. And uh, so, you know, a couple of hours later or whatever, I drive home, I pull up in the driveway and my lights hit the front yard and there's a for sale sign in our front yard, you know? So uh, good thing Debbie hired me, right? Are we probably <laughs> homeless right now? But no, uh, yeah, it was great. Uh, when I met with them here for a couple of days, thought it went pretty well. The last night we have dinner together and, you know, I just, I asked Debbie, I said, what kind of time frame are you on? Now, Debbie claims, I said, okay, are you going to give me the job, offer me the job or not? <laughs> but I think I said, you know, what kind of time frame are you on? And, and they said, oh, you know, we'll probably make a decision in five or six days. And so I said, wow, I really blew you guys away on this interview, didn't I, huh? <laughs> and, uh, but it, eventually again, it worked out. I think big part of it was I had a staff kind of lined up. And so yeah. the next morning I called them after that and I told them, listen, my staff's ready to go. Uh, I mean, I've, we, I've got everybody committed to, mm -hmm. to come. And so they said, okay, we'll get back to you by five o'clock today. So I think it was more, they were excited about my staff than they were me. But uh, what's, what's really funny too is uh, fast forward a couple of years later and Debbie Yow's introducing Kevin Keats. Okay. <laughs> now they told, you know, they said, we'll, we'll need five or six days to decide on me. Okay. Yeah. She got up to speak to introduce Kevin Keats. And she said, I knew within 15 minutes, this was our coach. Okay. <laughs> so made me feel real good. You know? Hey, that's, that's all right. Listen, it, it ended up great. I could promise you that all Wolfpack nation is glad uh, that you ended up here. So however the, interview process when it was absolutely perfect that's for sure yeah. so the, the success you've had at nc state uh obviously you try not to put expectations on things but at the same time you know you have your goals you have things you want to achieve what did you kind of envision when you first came here versus where you kind of see yourself at now yeah i mean again these players have taken us uh you know to a whole nother level and um, you know, this senior, senior class is really special, but the whole team is for that matter. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I had, uh, when I first got the job, I had a, uh, person that does a, uh, recruiting service and evaluator and all that. And he said, Wes, uh, there's a pecking order in women's basketball and you're not going to change it. Okay. And, and to a certain degree, I get what he was saying. Uh, and again, I didn't change it, but we got some players that changed it. You know, it's all yeah. about players. And, uh, but I, I knew, uh, yeah, I knew coming in the league is even tougher now than it was back in the day, because you added these four other teams to it that are, they're pretty good. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of these schools, you know, I felt like had brands maybe, uh, just in athletics or in our sport or whatever that I knew would be hard to overcome. So, uh, you know, I remember Coach Valvano said, uh, always told the team we were going to do something special, but, you know, I just thought it was going to be like beat Carolina or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a pretty neat example. I mean, you go into it hoping and, and uh, dreaming and grinding to get there, but, uh, you know, you're not sure how far that's going to get you. But, 
uh, you know, it's uh, pretty special, not only for uh, our program, but for our fans too. You know, it's yeah. been, it's been awesome to do some things that haven't been done in, in quite a while and for them to be able to enjoy that. And, and they've been a big part of our success. I mean, I don't know how many games we've sold out this year, but it seems like we've sold out almost all our ACC games here at home. And that's a big, uh, that's, you know, that, that helps your team. Now, when you got energy in the building, you know, the Louisville game, we struggled for three quarters. Yeah. They didn't go away. Our fans did not go away. I mean, they were still loud. They were still into it. And I think that played a big part in us being able to come back and win that game. So, uh, it's been a great, you know, a great journey. And, uh, you know, now the tough part is trying to stay up there. So that's, yeah. that's going to be the challenge as well. Well, that, 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 we'll worry about that. You know, that's, yeah, we're, I know. We're, we're getting where we want to go. That's the main yeah. thing. I think a lot of it is too, the, you know, the work ethic that you guys put into it. I know, you know, being a former player that, you know, again, they all see, you know, the, what you put on the court, they don't see all the behind the scenes things that, that take place, you know, all the time you dedicate to that you put in the gym, you know, on top of that, you know, you got training, you got tutors, there's a big, you know, part of that that a lot of people don't understand. Uh, and it does, it takes a lot of work ethic and, it, you know, it, it, it's a lot for you guys as, as coaches too, because you're recruiting, you're out on the road a lot. And you're also making sure these kids are putting, you know, a lot of work in the gym. So uh, a lot of that, you know, is high praise on you and, and, and also the players for sure. So, you know, one of the things I was lucky enough that you were allow, allowed me to come into practice. You know, one of the things that we talked about at the beginning year was, how much talent there was you I mean you 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 arguably have you know eight nine people that could maybe start anywhere in the nation it's it's that talented kind of talk about just having all that talent and being able to get it all to mesh you know it was one of those things where I I kind of gave you the example of we had a preseason six team and we were bringing in uh we had a lot of guys coming back and then we brought in three five five star McDonald's All-Americans um and for us, it didn't necessarily work as, as good as we wanted. But for you guys, it's it's meshed really good so far. Obviously, you know, there was times that, you know, you may not have thought it was perfect, but you guys have come a long way. Kind of talk about that process. I just I just think it's the players uh, yep. being unselfish and and uh, getting along well. You know, obviously, you start with a couple of players, three players. I mean, I think of, of course, Diamond Johnson coming in here, having an unbelievable freshman year at Rutgers, you know, uh, Big Ten, I think, uh, all freshman team, uh, just, you know, off the charts, everything, her numbers there were unbelievable. Yeah. And yet her being willing to accept, you know, a role that we use, bring her in, uh, usually the first media timeout, we try to get her in the game and, and she gives us, you know, I say she doesn't give you a spark. She gives you a bonfire. Mm -hmm. So having that firepower coming in and that ability to, to get things going, take it to another level, score the ball, you know, defensively, she's quick and can make plays there too. Uh, then you got Jada Boyd, sixth player of the year in the ACC a year ago. Uh, definitely could, you know, you can make an argument for her being in that first group. Uh, Camille Hobby. Uh, yeah. You can't say enough about her and Jada both being willing to accept a role and, and be patient uh, when, when we have some veterans in front of them. So I think that's a big part of it. All of them accepting a role, uh, caring about the team and caring about each other and 
they all get along so well. You know, everybody wondered how would it work with Raina and Diamond. Well, heck, Raina and Diamond are like best of friends now, you know, and and uh, they play well together. And uh, so, yeah, it's uh, it's just that's the biggest thing. I always feel like, uh, again, character and, and chemistry, the way you have good chemistry is put good ingredients in there. And so I think we've got, you know, some, some outstanding young ladies that uh, are willing to do whatever they can to make us better. Yeah. And that's uh, all the good teams I've ever been a part of. It was, it was genuinely being able to, you know, want success for your teammates and be able to cheer that on. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the hardest part for a lot of people is sometimes, you know, you're on the bench for five, 10 minutes and, you know, someone that substitutes in for you is, is playing well. It's hard, you know, yeah. to cheer them on. But when you get those girls to buy in, that's a big difference. And then they also see the bigger picture that, you know, I might have to make a little bit of a sacrifice, but the end game is, you know, to win an ACC championship, it's to win a national championship. And that's the, the one thing I've really enjoyed to watch with all this talent is watching all them buy in and understand that there's a, there's a bigger picture, you know, maybe I don't average, you know, two, three more points a game, but at the end of the day, we're going to be better for it because, you know, everybody's being included and everybody's playing well. And, you know, I noticed that in the Duke game, uh, you know, it was kind of back and forth. At times we were falling behind or whatever. And in the fourth quarter, uh, we got hot and we yep. hit 11 out of 12 shots. And yet those people that weren't in the game at the time were just as excited and just as engaged as if they were on the court. And, and the players know if we're playing well, uh, I'm going to stick with it. So uh, sometimes they may even want to blow and I may look the other way, you know, where if we're playing well, we're not going to touch it. So, uh, but they've all been pretty good about accepting that and, and being happy for their teammates. For sure. For sure. And that's how it has to be. So this is, this is the last thing we've got. It's just five questions. I call it the starting five. I ask, I ask everybody that comes on here. So this is brought to you by Refive. You need a local real estate agent. As we all know, the real estate market is crazy right now. Maybe you need questions or maybe you just need an honest opinion from a trusted real estate professional. For a seamless home buying and selling experience, give Refive a call. If you're considering the possibility of buying, selling a home or investing, call Reef on his personal cell number at 919-995-3111. Again, that's 919-995-3111. He's a personal friend, one of the best in the triangle NC State graduates. So please, any questions or real estate needs, give him a call. So starting five, first question, dinner with any two people, alive or dead, who would you choose? Wow. Two. And it's, I've had, listen, I've had politicians, I've had family, I've had yeah. coaches, I've had athletes, I've had it all. So anything, the first two that come to your mind. Oh, Wow. Uh, again, you know, growing up in Texas and being a big Cowboy fan, I'd probably say, you know, let me let me go out with uh, Roger Staubach and Drew Pearson and let's talk about the Hail Mary, okay? Okay, that's yeah. that's a good one. That's a really good one. That's Even the original guy, Hail Mary. I, I, that's the I'm, one everybody copies. I'm more of an immaculate reception guy, but, you know, that'd be, yeah. a, that'd be a good conversation for sure. So the second question to piggyback off that, and this is this is kind of a tough one, you're going to have dinner with those two. It's got to be somewhere on or near campus. So kind of the Hillsboro to Western Boulevard in between there. Where are you going to take them? Well, you know, Scott, I'm, I'm just a simple guy. I'd probably go over to Sammy's, baby. We, you know, we got a lot of TVs, a lot yep. of action over there, a lot of variety on the menu. 
my buddy David Harris, of course, he runs it and a Medio. So, you know, I can yeah. I can hit either one of those. But uh yeah, probably going to Sammy's and and have fun over there. Well, we had we had Sammy's after the the softball game last night, and it's it's as good as ever. So that's I had sure. it. I had it Sunday after the big regular season clinching win. Went yeah. over there, and uh, my wife and I and had a great meal, and a whole lot of people having fun over there. For sure, for sure. So, the best advice you've ever received, and by who? Wow. Oh my! I wish you'd have gave me a heads up on this I'm one. I'm sorry. This is the nah, one that, that nah, nah, nah. Let, this is the one that kind of hangs everybody up. But I knew you had to get out of here, so I, I was trying to get through nah, quickly. We're all right. We're all right. The best advice. Wow. I don't know. I've gotten a lot of it, Scott. I've been very blessed and uh, had a lot of people that really mentored me when I was young and that sort of thing. But uh, uh. I don't know. You know, I'm uh, again, I'm thankful for my mom who uh, raised me uh, and my sisters by herself. And she didn't didn't have a whole lot of education. And I don't know how she did it, but. Uh, you know, she uh, she made sure I was in church and around yeah. good people and and that helped. So uh, I don't know, I'd, I'd say probably just, you know, my mom's influence in general and and making sure that uh, I might not always do right or wrong, do right, but I knew what was right and what was wrong. So, yeah. uh, you know, good advice from her is to, uh, you know, try to try to live a good life. Well, that's perfect. So I know mom can have a big influence and I'm glad that that was a big impact on your life. So if you had a staff game, one-on-one, one-on-one, -on -one, the staff, you got Coach Bath, you got West, you got Coach Moore. You got you've got some players on that staff. Yeah, I know. Who's gonna win? And Coach Keats, listen, I'll give you, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. Coach Keats didn't answer it. He he kind of took the easy way out. So then I had to ask Cam Hayes who he thought it was. Yeah. And he wow. kind of took the easy way out. So if you had to pick one, who are you taking? Wait, I'm playing them. You can't. We'll take you in your prime. Yeah, we'll I'm take a, you in I'm your prime. Win. I'm a we talking now. We talking prime or now? We'll, we'll go. We'll go prime. We'll we'll take it back to the prime. Well, I don't know. I got two that were that played in the ACC. I got one that played in the Big East. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. That's a pretty challenging group. But you know, I'm gonna you know Scott. I'm gonna step out and shoot that three. And if if you try to take that away, I'm gonna do the blue by you. Okay, so I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think I bet on myself. I like that. That's what you got to do. You always got to bet on yourself. You got to have the confidence. So the last question, your greatest memory as an NC State coach. Oh, wow. Still working on it. Still working <laughs> on it. Still to come. To be the next determined. one. TBD, the next one. Isn't that what Tom Brady always said? The next one. Yeah. Well, That's a good yeah, I mean, again, we've, you know, winning the ACC tournament and – uh, you know, Sunday was a good day and all that, but, uh, like I said, I, I mean, I hope there's, I hope there's something out there bigger. Well, I, I, I can appreciate that. So I'm going to, I'm going to be following you guys. I really do appreciate you taking the time. Uh, thank you for joining. Good luck Sunday. You got Virginia tech and then we've got the ACC tournament and then following that the NCAA tournament. So, uh, me and my family will be, will be at that ACC tournament for sure. And, and, and going to follow you guys around uh, for the NCAA tournament. So coach, wow. again, 
I appreciate you taking time out of your busy uh, day. Wolfpack no Nation, thank you for listening. Uh, and uh, go ahead and get that win on Sunday and look forward well, to calling you. Hey, thanks for having me on. And, uh, you know, this spring, you got to take me out and show me how to play golf. I've, I've heard you got game and I don't. So uh, I, I, you maybe give me a lesson. We'll do a trade-off. You give me a lesson for this podcast today. Well, listen, if you want me to help someone with some shooting advice, I could probably do that. I don't know if I'm the best golf advice. We might, we might have to go, uh, we might have to go elsewhere for that, but we'll have a good time on the golf course. That's, that's right. for sure. All that's right. right. Thank you, coach. Go pack. Thanks, no pack.